En so met my in die studio weet ek volgend vir Frikkie Harimse. Morgen Frikkie. Hallo Linda. En ek het ook af, also got Keith from Scissor Wise Barbershop. Good morning Keith, how are you? Good morning, very well, thank you. I morning am Keith. So glad to have you in the studio. <laughs> ja, Frikkie, sê reg, hy gaan ons haar snui. Ja, ja, I see, he's got a nice haircut, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's the best, he washes his hair with a face cloth. Ek so, gaan ook die route wil so, gaan. So you're the, you're the owner of the Sitterwise, yeah, and you're also the owner, you said, uh, what's the one in, in the Gordons Bay Mall called? Um, Bob and Co in Gordons Bay Mall. Barber and Co. Barber and Co. So you've got these guys that are actually cutting hair on your behalf in your business. Do they cut your hair as well? Um, yes, they do. The little that I have, um, <laughs> yeah, they do an excellent job. Yeah. Oh, if so. you look at, if you look at my head, you'll see there. We're basically in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Not much to cut. <laughs> Not much to yeah. cut. Yeah. Keith, welcome on Happening Radio. Um, tell us a bit. How long have you had this shop here in the Village Plaza? Um, it'll be almost a year, which I've uh, bought the shop. Uh, it was in March or April last year, so it'll be a year in a month or two. Mm-hmm. And I've been in the Gordons Bay area for about four years now. Okay. So I understand the market, and the market has been good, because I'm one of the only local owners in the area, mm-hmm. and we do support local business. Wonderful. You are more than welcome to send Keith a message on 071-233-5705 if you've got any questions on your hair. Now, Keith, what I want to know, when you employ a barber, how do you decide that he is the right person for your shop? Because obviously they have to have listening skills and what other skills do they need? For me, it's the first approach is to see as the person besides the skill set it's how the personality mm-hmm. because we're in a personal service industry and the personality is paramount because with personality you get patience because mm-hmm. what I've discovered a lot of barbers don't like to do pensioners they don't like to do kids mm-hmm. and if you don't have the right personality you have to c- cater for everybody, everybody especially kids if you can't cut a kid mm-hmm. so we do interviews I mean, when we do interviews, it's practical interviews, then you can engage. Skill for me comes secondary because you can always learn skill. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to behavior and personality, that is something which is ingrained in you as a person. Now, I know that a hairdresser needs to go for training. Barbers, do they also go through the same training? No, um, definitely. They, they do a different path. Um, they specialize more in, in the men's hair. Mm-hmm. So they've got different models and they also get certified as do okay. hairdressers. Um, the men, we do the same offering. We also do colors. We do all kind of different haircuts from fades to scissor haircuts or gentleman haircuts. Mm-hmm. And obviously we use different material like the cutthroats and the different machines that cuts different um, types of hair and different styles of hair as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to go for training as well on those. What amazes me the most about the barber shops is they can do all these funny patterns on your head. Do you seen Oh yes, yes, the, the, these hip hop styles yeah. and things. And some of them are so creative. Some of them are so creative. I, th- I think that is the key that people don't understand that most of the barbers are creatives. They are freestyles. 
Um, some of my guys do freestyle drawing, and when they see those creative, what they call tribals and creative hairstyles, mm -hmm. it's their own initiative. They can see already what they want to do on, especially with, uh, before Christmas, we get all these kids coming in and they want funny stuff on their head. Mm -hmm. And your barber needs to be creative, and the parents trust the barbers, and they just have to have that flair. It's not something that can be taught. Mm -hmm. So most of them are artists in their own individual right and that is I think the key to employing the right person because he can also have a discussion with you to change your hairstyle or change your look mm -hmm. and if you don't like it um, the difference between a good haircut and a bad cut is normally two weeks because your hair grows back <laughs> so so a, a good barber's got has to have creativity I think most of them do even a hairdresser because when yeah. you see um, you're, you're walking in Fricky, he needs to see the end result before we do. Mm. Mm. And with that, I think the creative spirit within him brings that through where he can advise you on what's the best look for you. Because the barbers are trained in not only doing a haircut, but also to look at things which we don't notice. Shape of the head, shape of, of if you wear specs, all mm. of those kind mm. of mm. stuff mm. they take into consideration before they decide to cut your hair. So they always ask you how do you prefer it. Um, and then they'll advise you on what is the best look for you. So they basically do analysis of you before they start cutting. Yeah, definitely, because every head is different. If you, people think every haircut, even if you have two sons, the haircuts is different because of the crowns that you find in mm -hmm. the heads. And that's why you have to have them um, qualified as well, so that they can learn to cut with the crown, which you, um, there's maybe some people that got one, two, some has got five. Mm -hmm. So everybody is different in, the, in this industry. So mm -hmm. no one cut is the same. So there's no like just one way to cut a person's hair. Mm. What services do you offer at the barber shop here at the Village Plaza? Can men come for a shave, a neck massage or something like that? Um, it's basically straightforward haircuts, mm -hmm. which includes obviously the full head, any hairstyle. Um, and then the beard as well, beard shaping, beard trimming, mm -hmm. and um, unfortunately no massages, but um, it's just basically all the hairstyles that the guys need, uh, we do offer that. And obviously we do ladies as well, if they have short hair and they want to do undercuts and all these um, new new age people with all these funny requests, yeah. we do all of those kind of stuff here. Yeah. Do they do, what's it, threading with a wire? Do they do that as well? Um, no, the guys are trained, but we don't have the clientele that actually want to do that. Okay, Some okay. people have had bad experiences with that, so they don't ask for that. Frikkie, moenie vir die gaan nie dis baie einou. It almost looks like floss for your teeth, like a, and then they thread your eyebrows with it. It's like cut the eyebrows. You know, they shape it, but it's like they call it threading. But there's a technique that they have to, yes. that they use. But it's by I know. Gosh. And the same with the waxing as well. Uh, <gasps> we do ear wax, nose wax. Mm -hmm. But most clients um, don't like it because it is a bit enough. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah. Oh, that can be done. Yes. Because uh, if you look at me, I've got hair growing out of all my... Yeah. Look there. And even on the ears here. Mm -hmm. Look there. Yeah. You see, so I can wax that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's no, but, wonderful. But even the ears that you have on your ears and stuff, when you come in and you basically say um equal next like for dag then we make a plan because you we know where the hair pops up and where it doesn't grow so sometimes you don't even notice that the guys take off the unnecessary mm -hmm. hairs mm -hmm. 
especially if you like Fricky, you've got a nice beard, mustache. Mm. You just need a nice shape, you know, to make that. It it it, it, it it'll make that ten years shape. younger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Fricky is growing <laughs> it for December for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, not yet. No. <laughs> no. Fricky, anything from your side that you would like to ask you? Yes, uh, when when I was small, we had these uh, uh, boys in school with what we used to call borselkoppen, brush cuts. And uh, they didn't cut their hair. Their hair was like with a a pipe cleaner and spirits or something. It was screwy. What do you call screwy in English? It was... uh, Um, It's like when you burn your hair. Yeah, they still do that today. Um, No, not really. I think the trends has changed over the years. Um, because I think like even with my days we used to wear afros we used to braid our hair now there's very little people like um, less hair they like more styles and mm. like a, a different look every month I think it's obviously the different eras that have changed yeah, yeah. and obviously your barber has to go with whatever's happening and with social media yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about um, the soccer stars the basketball players the singers the rappers which everybody yeah. watches, so you have to follow those trends because that's what the, the actually the clients come in with pictures, mm. you know, that is similar to their look and what they want. Mm. I've, I've got some uh, 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 young men in my life who's got, who are very uh, particular about their hairstyles, and uh, the the one had a haircut the other day and uh, he came home furiously because it was cut too short and he told the guy to leave more at the top and the whole time when this guy was cutting it he asked him aren't you cutting off too much at the top aren't you and this guy just cut and he came home and he was livid and it cost him something like 260 rand there's nothing you can do about that once it's been done it's been done but you, you just don't go back there again but that's where the communication comes in. The biggest thing we find in Alderberg, we we are the only local barber shops, is the communication barrier, mm-hmm. because at least our guys understand Afrikaans. And the key is, if if the client tells you he wants a three on the side, mm. we'll start with a five, mm-hmm. because you know you can't put back. You can rather take. That's off. the thing. Yeah. Yes. So we'll because everybody's hair three is different. They yeah. they think, um, not to be unfair, but most clients think that they know what they want. So we give them what they want, and then from there we'll take it shorter and shorter. Mm. Okay. So the okay. idea is always you can leave it long. So if he says a three, we start with a four or five. Yeah. And then he can make decision from there. So there's yeah. no rush in the cut. The thing is, this you don't you cut as for the client. Once he's settled in and he's he's got his um, length that he's happy with, then you continue. You don't yeah. just cut. And even if you do the scissors, well, this is a cut on top. You have to show him as a as constant communication because at the end of the day you want the client to walk out there mm-hmm. neat and professional. Yes, because sometimes yes. the guys swap in in their lunch hours or they before they go to work. They quickly need a haircut. Before they get a flight. They phone the guys to make appointments even if it's six o'clock in the mornings, the guys are flexible. Mm. Or they come home late at night, they've got the numbers and that's what I always emphasize that you must be available for the clients. Okay. And that's how we build up good relationships. Because that's, that's the only way yeah. to do business these days, mm-hmm. yeah. is to be flexible. Mm-hmm. But oh. there was also a time where barbers almost died down, that there was no barber shops. Yes. And lately, it's yeah. just almost like a corner cafe, if I can call it that, 
all of a sudden there's barber shops again. What brought that revolution back? I think um, for men, the barber has become, like in the olden days, a safe space. The barber and the bar's got the same function. What's, what's get told and said in the barber shop stays there. Mm. So we are counselors, we are mm. listeners. They come and they download, they offload mm. whatever issues they have, or problems they have, and we are free to listen. And sometimes they just need a break from reality and to chill in a chair, have a hot towel, shave, yeah. and fall asleep in the chair, and we leave them. It's also, mm. I mean, in reality, some men take their wife to the hairdresser and wait for three hours, and then they don't allow the gentleman to come in for half an hour to have his hair cut. Mm-hmm. So the guys take time out to come on their own, and then they spend an hour or two in the barber shop, mm-hmm. just relaxing and unwinding, and just to be amongst men and to have a chat about anything, sports, mm-hmm. ladies, mm-hmm. everything that you can think that's of. That's the thing I remember about my when, when I was small, Going to the barber, we had uh, in, in town. We had Um Don, and and he must have had his barber shop there for about fifty years, and it was the only barber shop in mm. town. So he knew literally everybody, and it it was the the barber shop was a meeting place. You 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 went there, and there were about fifteen chairs there, which was always full, and a lot of the people that sat there didn't even go there for their haircuts. Mm-hmm. They just went there for the conversation. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and a very interesting thing is that if, if you were a schoolboy and you go in there, he'd ask you which school you go to. And you can tell him what style you want. He would cut according to what the school told oh him to goodness. cut your hair. According uh. to... <laughs> yeah. It's not your... You, he cuts your hair as the school wants it. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just interesting. But... Um, I don't think there's many of those old barbers left today. I, th- I think uh, there is, um, because most of the guys that I have is uh, second or third generation barbers. Okay. Mm. Which also helps. Yeah. And it also settles. The The key is, especially with, with um, kids, you need to bring them early to experience what the haircut is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I know time is tight for most people. Uh-huh. So the mom will normally run into the hairdresser and let the son also have a quick haircut yeah. there. And when they come to a barber shop, then they become afraid of the environment. Mm-hmm. So, and we encourage them always to bring the child. And now we have even two-year-olds coming in. Uh, we've got skateboards, we've got different stuff. And they sit alone. They're like big boys now because they've oh, been cutting for a few months. Yeah. You need to bring the confidence back in the kids as well. Yeah, yeah. And we've got um, kids with autism, different personalities, and we have to be patient. Uh-huh. And luckily, our clientele is that of very understanding. So when we have kids or babies or first-time cuts, mm-hmm. we try and make it special for them. And we will spend even if it's an hour or two, and the other barbers will continue. Because we know that it's a client for life and also... It's just to make sure that they understand that the barbering experience must be a good experience. Mm -hmm. So the first few cuts of uh, uh, a young boy of six months, eight months or nine months is very crucial. And sometimes parents wait a bit too long to take their child to the barber shop. But normally they sit on daddy's lap for the first time. Yeah, daddy's lap, mommy's daddy lap. Daddy also get a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> and and that, that works well because sometimes when we have our first cut, we'll have dad in the chair pretending to have a haircut uh-huh. and he's like um, sitting there uh-huh. and he's watching his dad. So whatever we do to him, we do to dad. 
Yeah. And we're just mimicking whatever we're doing to dad. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll do the whole process with dad and with him, and then he feels good because him and daddy had a haircut. Yeah. When and I was small, the they used to take they had those white barber chairs that they could pump up yeah. like sure. that. And then uh, they used to have a plank that they put over the armrests, yeah. and then you would sit on the plank for the barber to that be red, able to red reach chair. Him. Was yeah. a red, normally a red chair. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the white at the bottom. Oh, they yeah. were beautiful. You still get those chairs. You still get them, but they are mostly antique now. So yes. Because they don't make it anymore. You know, everything is okay. imported basically from the Chinas and everywhere else. Mm. But it's still the same functionality. Yeah. So yeah. what we use, we use obviously the cushions for the kids to sit on. And on sometimes we use skateboards as well. Okay. which makes them at ease oh. as well okay. and obviously your capes that you put on the kids you make sure that you have some dinosaurs and kid friendly capes okay. so that they can yeah. look at the yeah, dinosaurs they can relate to, to yeah they will let's call it their world yeah and you give yeah. them a sweetie afterwards a lollipop depending on the parents uh-uh. so they know that they're getting a treat as well and then you have to create that environment as Ricky, well we also need to go for a fair cut and a lollipop yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in the old days in the barber shop, the men used to go in and it was like white shaving cream and what did they do? Yes, that little blade. blade. Oh, I was do always so scared yeah, of the, that. The yeah. Do yeah. they still oh. use that or is the modern things that they use nowadays? There's nothing better than the old way of the cutthroat. Um, and the key thing is you need to that's why you asked about training earlier you mm-hmm. can't just give that to anybody it's like we always tease the guys like do we shave you or does your wife shave you you know <laughs> so yeah the wives uh, but the cutthroat is the cleanest way to do it uh-huh. and it depends in, it depends on the skin as well there is machines that can do what you're saying uh-huh. but uh, preferably the cutthroat is the best because if you want a nice shape on the beard or a nice finish uh-huh. because you do a good haircut but the finishing is the most important yeah. as well but I think the men feel good when they walk out there after that shave. Africa? Yes, yes. I've I've never ever had my beard shaven in a in a barber shop. I I've, I've had many of a haircut, but I usually cut my own beard. Mm-hmm. So I've got I don't have that experience. But yes, I I do like, and 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 it's not nowadays. It's a bit different. In those days, if you had your hair cut. And once you, you know, I'm talking about the old days now, mm. and, and he had his brush and he had his little puff with the powder, yes, powder yeah. and everything. Then they used to take hair oil and they used to put hair oil on the hair mm. and they used to come comb you a nice little path Bikey. here on the one side, <laughs> other side of your crown or something like that. And uh, you always felt special when you walked out there. Even though you'll never ever put oil or comb your hair like that again, but that day you felt so special. What was yeah. it? A bril- bril- cream, bril- bril- cream. Yes. It's still happening. We have bril cream. We have sprays. We have okay. gels. We okay. have waxes. It, it's still the norm. The guys want everything, and also, like you said, you'll be surprised. Some of them use it, but they just come to the barber shop as well to experience something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that also we introduce maybe something new to them, and that's why we also try and sell products as well to enhance the look as well so obviously okay, we will sell yeah. beard oil if the guy has the beard to grow the the beard um, like you've never had a cut before COVID we used to do more beard trims and cuts than haircuts oh. okay because the people that. were very passionate about their beard especially in the Alderberg area mm-hmm. and 
obviously now with the mask. So it's yeah. kind of difficult for you to justify spending money and you have to slap a mask back on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before COVID, um, the beard cuts was continuously every week. Okay. We okay. had um, our normal clients, our regular clients, even now here at Scissorwise, we've got our regular clients that's building up where they will pay for the month. So they will just yes, walk yeah. in and have their beard trims because okay. they're professionals, they need to look good. Yeah, they don't yeah. have the time to get all the angles in the mirror in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. So they will walk in once a week, fix up the whole look, and they're set for the week again. Oh, wonderful. So yeah. that is a real trend, especially on the beards. Um, you said your son was unhappy with the haircut. If you mess up a guy's beard, you can close your shop. Because, yeah, really? that, yeah okay. the beard is the most passionate. I've never seen people so passionate about beards okay. until I've joined this yeah. industry. The, the other question I want to ask you, when... Both of you gentlemen, when I go to the, or women go to the hair salon, we always ask the question, how do we maintain this hairstyle? Okay, then we need those tips on, put some gel on. Do they, does the men do that as well? Do they ask when they walk out there, how do I maintain this hairstyle tomorrow when I wake up? Yes, definitely. That's why we, we've got um, different styling brushes as well, mm-hmm. which we use, which we sell the brushes, we sell the product. And it depends on the client um, what, what do they want from it as well. And you get the guys that have the same equipment we have as well. They will want the same wax, they will want the same gel, they will want everything the but same. Keith, let's be honest. Tomorrow morning I wake up and I can blow dry and do whatever I want. It just doesn't look like the way when I walked out of there. Yeah, <laughs> it's but, the but technique, I suppose. Yeah, but that's why we, we try and maintain the style. We cut uh. to the style. So you can see when he grows out of that style and then you come back. Uh, I think that is the difference between the men and the ladies because yeah. he wants a cer- his hair cut a certain way. Mm-hmm. We shape it, we cut it that way. And he can easily see when he needs to come back, if it's next month or it depends on his hair growth. Mm-hmm. We get clients who come in every month for a different hairstyle. We've got clients that, that want to chop and change their beard shape. Mm-hmm. We had a gentleman this morning who had a nice long beard but his beard is like your size now, Fricky, where his beard was was like almost, you know, quite a few inches where we took off in the last two, three months. Because oh. he had quite a long beard, which he grew during COVID. Okay. So we shaped it, we shaped it continuously, and this morning he took a bit more off, but he still looked fabulous with it. Mm-hmm. So we still do have that um, good beard clients. Yeah, my, my son, uh, when he was about 14, 13, 14, in, in those days, uh, uh, what was his, Jean-Claude Van Damme Ooh, yeah. was all the rage and he had this tabletop hairstyle <laughs> yeah. and he decided he wants this tabletop hairstyle <laughs> and uh, he looked he looked far and wide for somebody that could cut it properly mm. and eventually when he found somebody, he stuck by that person, he moved 200 kilometers away. But he would come every month, he would come home, especially to go to his barber for his tabletop haircut. To this day, he doesn't have the same barber anymore, but he's still got that tabletop haircut, which he's very proud of. And he spends about half an hour in the morning just making it stand up properly so that, uh, you know, it doesn't fall flat. And uh, he, he used to, I, didn't ne- I never knew that, he used to use sugar water, dissolve. Yeah. yeah. And then he used to put that on his hair in the mornings when he went to school for the hair to stand like that <laughs> the whole day. 
And when I found that out, I thought, no, gosh, then I'll buy you hairspray. He was aghast because no man would have hairspray. Or <laughs> gel. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have the hairspray. He used the sugar water. I don't know if he still does it. I'm sure his wife, in the meantime, <laughs> gave uh, him, bought yeah, him some, bought him some <laughs> hairspray. Because yeah. you get all these fancy gels, it's like a bouncing gel and a styling gel and i don't even know what yeah. you get all these different types of gels now yeah and that hairstyle is still popular and they are using gels and they're using um, waxes depending on on the the strand of the hair mm. Mm. and even to do that hairstyle is still a technique we even have a special comb we use which okay. actually has a level in you know like a building yes, level yes, yes. to make sure that it's level okay yeah so i know that was very important for you and then some of them cut it at once spot on the head they cut it too close to the head yeah and he didn't like that he liked it to be a start of yeah. five millimeters or so longer there mm. and uh yeah that's what's a special technique which we <laughs> used to cut the tabletop because it's still popular you know we say everybody used yeah. to wear yeah, it yeah. yeah and we still have even youngsters that still wear it and so we got a special comb with a level and you must just make sure that the level line is running level continuously as you're cutting so you're cutting with the comb on top to make like the table mountain effect. Uh, okay, you know? yeah, mm. yeah. What advice do you have, being in the barber industry, for men? How often should should they just come in for a wash, a nice cut? Um, or is it per personal preferences whenever they want to? But to keep your hair nice and clean and tidy and healthy, what advice do you have for men out there? I would I would advise men at least once a month for them to understand the hair, for them to understand their scalp mm -hmm. and to understand the hair growth. Because the guys have experience. So if you have an infection in your scalp or in your head, you don't know about or you don't understand what's going on because you're, you're cutting it yourself. Mm -hmm. They need to have somebody else look at it. It's almost like you're coming to the doctor. Okay. And it's good for them to see what effect because sometimes they Men tend to use the wife's shampoo. They tend to use the wife's this and that mm -hmm. and what. And then they can't understand why they have dandruff. Okay. So it's best to come to the professionals mm -hmm. and let us have a look at it, cut it, and give you advice and stick to the products which is designed for men, which is different. People say hair is the same. Technically it is, but remember men and female have different hormones yeah. which produces different results on the skin, mm -hmm. which affects the hair as well. So you can see from a um, gentleman's face to his head is different. So the hair is different. Even sometimes we have a gentleman this morning, the one that I spoke about the beard, mm -hmm. pitch black beard, mm -hmm. but on top he's got the light brown hair. That's wow. the difference. And it's natural. He didn't color it to anything. Mm -hmm. He's a regular. And, and, and that is the reality. You, you need to understand what you're working with. Yeah. If you have an oily skin, a dry skin, mm -hmm. it's the same as experience when the ladies go to the hairdresser. They spend time, they get to know themselves and to know how to do the personal hygiene. Mm -hmm. And if a gentleman yeah. doesn't understand it, make a turn at the barber shop, which mm -hmm. is accredited and registered, and have qualified staff. And I think that is the key thing, especially on the hygiene factor. If you don't go to a proper barber shop, the hygiene is is critical in this industry mm. from from my team and my barber shops where we if uh fricky comes in for a shave mm -hmm. or even to trim we always use a new blade okay because um in the industry you'll find people that have um scars that's 
bad bad experiences mm-hmm. because people try and cut costs. Mm-hmm. So I know some people always complain about the price of a haircut, but don't understand that the equipment that we use is expensive. Yeah. The quality of the blades, the quality of the finishing of the um, the cleaning of the products as well. The combs need to be cleaned, disinfected mm-hmm. after yeah, each yeah. cut. The blades. And I suppose now with COVID, it's even worse. Is there more things that you need to do to sterilize? Or is it just a simple? No. I mean, I mean, I say simple. I mean, just a general um, routine that you follow when you do sterilize the equipment. I think with COVID, uh, people realized that the barbers was actually always on par. We've been audited a few times. Mm-hmm. The shops have been audited. They get audited regularly. We do pass because the industry, if you have trained people, qualified people, you spend lots of time learning about hygiene, especially personal hygiene. Mm. And that is paramount on how to handle the clients and the equipment that you use. Mm-hmm. You can't reuse a blade on even brothers or father and son. Mm-hmm. The blade goes, must be disposed properly. There is lots of hidden um, t- um, tools and hidden procedures which people don't understand in the industry. Mm-hmm. And hygiene is a key factor. So people ask what's the difference of paying 90 rand a year and you're paying 100 rand a year, 130 a year, but it's all about the hygiene. And we've had many comebacks where people come and they've discovered problems and it's not something we can fix because now your skin is damaged, the irritation is there, you need to treat your skin. It's It's not like a haircut we can fix and we tell the people you can't go there because when they spray your hair, they can, they, remember in the olden days, you smell like you come from a barber shop with spirits <laughs> or whatever. Mm. But you can use a clean bay rum, you can use coconut oil for the scalp. There's different mm. ways that you can look after yourself, but the hygiene factor is important. And I mm. think that is the key thing to go to a qualified barber. Mm-hmm. Make sure, like obviously with registered barber shops, you need to have qualified people. Yeah. And that is paramount. I think um, the container barbers, I know, that they are not really the competition. That is just obviously it's a different environment. Mm-hmm. You get guys that cut well, but that haven't gone for training to understand the hygiene factor. Mm-hmm. And that's where infections happen. And that's where cuts happen because a blunt blade is obviously going to cause some blood. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see? And if you yeah. don't have the proper equipment, like if we nick you, for instance, mm-hmm. for any reason that you never mentioned that you've got um, something in your head or something in your beard, mm-hmm. We've got the right equipment to stop the blood. We know how to stop the blood. Okay. We've got gloves to put on if we cut ourselves uh-huh. as barbers. We've got we've got our own first aid available okay. within our shop. The guys know what to do, what to do yeah. because they are trained, they understand. Mm-hmm. If you start bleeding, we know what to do there as well and how to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. So is, th- is that hidden, um, more like you said, the training that comes in it? Yeah. That is what training covers as well. It's not just about cutting hair. It's on the personal hygiene. Remember, we're in the personal um, sector. So that is personal care. Mm -hmm. So it's all about... I've uh, I've now been educated this morning. (laughs) 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 Give your barbershop here, Scissor Wise, in the Village Plaza. What is the trading hour? And you trade Monday to Sunday. And where can people phone you? Can they just walk in here? Um, I believe a barbershop, it's a walk-in process. I don't like the booking system merely because of the freedom and there's always another chair available mm-hmm. that's walking. It's open Monday to Sunday, but we've only opening the end month end Sundays, like the Sunday which is month end. Okay. And but it's Monday to Saturday. And when you come to the barber, get the barber's number and if you really have something, sometimes we do weddings or we do bookings depending on especially weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, we 
then we make a plan for the the bride and his grooms to come in if it's on a Saturday night or if it's a, fr- a Saturday wedding. It's mm-hmm. So it's all about communication. Okay. So it's about getting the guy's numbers, getting connected to the barbers. Mm-hmm. Because barbering is a personal experience. If your barber's off that day, you're not going to cut by the other one. Yeah. It's like Fricky mm-hmm. mentioned about his son. Mm-hmm. And it's through these days. So the barbers I have is all working for me for almost more than a year. Some is two, mm-hmm. three years, four years. And the regulars come back. If you don't have that guy if it's not so the guys the customers know which days the the barbers are so off yeah, yeah. so you won't find that customer coming there because mm-hmm. he'll just come greet but he'll know he's not going to cut his hair but mm-hmm. if he does need his hair cut for a function for a wedding for anything he will have the barber's number and he can phone him and arrange with him yeah no, it normally cut. happens the barber will come in the morning because remember it's it's all about the relationship building and mm-hmm. the same with kids as well the kids love their own barbers if they don't see their barber there so the parents will always call, you know, mm-hmm. is this one on duty, is that one on duty, because the son wants to come there, because he's had his first good experience, and mm-hmm. he won't go to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for spending time with us here at Happening Radio. And as you have a great haircut, and Fricky, I think you're going to go under, but I'm going to go under zigzags in my kop. Ja, hulle kan maar skeer en dan kan hulle soek een sprengkiesie achter in teken. Ek gaan jy die krooi kuifie voormaak, die happening radio kuifie. <laughs> <laughs> Misschien. I'm very daring when it comes to it. Um, Kansa Shavathons, I'll go and they say, what do we do? I'll say, nummer 1. So I'm very daring when it comes to things like that. At one stage she was known as the auntie with the blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know, make a statement. <laughs> yeah. But all of the best, Keith, and, and once again, thank you for joining us here at Happening Radio. Please come and make a turn here at Scissorwise Barbershop in the Village Plaza, Monday to Saturdays and the last Sunday or month in Sunday. Yeah. So it's the last Sunday of every month yeah. that you are open. Make sure that you come and have your hair cut and your beard trimmed. Stay tuned. I will be back straight after some music. <laughs>